Welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast as we get started on a new week, July 29th, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy. Here with uh, Mark Paquette, our weather and DFS expert. Mark, uh, how are we looking weather-wise for Monday night in a seven-game slate? One game to watch is Cincinnati. Looks like some showers and thunderstorms around. Not expecting a postponement, but we'll have to watch that for a delay in, in the outside risk of a postponement. Well, what's the weather looking like this month, you, you feel like, overall, like the rest of this month? Well, it should end up pretty much like what the end of July was, where the jet streams were treated far north into Canada, meaning that we're not dealing with uh, cold fronts or low-pressure systems very often. The one thing you do start to watch for in August is tropical systems that could cause some problems in Florida and uh Houston, that kind of area, Atlanta, as some moisture goes up that way. So that's what you watch. But besides that, we should be pretty good. Yeah, and soon we'll be talking uh, football weather, uh, even for exhibition games. For those of you who played in DFS exhibition games. Uh, so Mark will be ready with that on his premium weather blog. It's part of your gold subscription and win daily every day. And uh, I know Mark's looking forward to to, to doing that, uh, you know, just to digress for a, a little bit, uh, you know, uh, do you play preseason uh, DFS football? You know, generally these niche types of things, I do not. Just because, A, I don't think I have enough time to research, and B, I probably just don't put in enough effort to research. Now, if it's a team that I follow closely, i.e. the Patriots, um, and I know some information like uh, Etler, that the, the quarterback they're converting to multiple positions, will be playing a lot at running back, something like that. I may do it, but I also know that in Win Dealy, we do have some experts in terms of uh, preseason stuff like that. So if I follow them, then I may. Generally, I don't, but I may. Good answer, good answer. Atlanta's at Washington to begin tonight. Dallas Keuchel against Patrick Corbin. Corbin is terrific at home, at ERA well below two. Uh, but also, you know, this is kind of a, t- uh, this is kind of a tough lineup to face, even though they've cooled off a little bit recently going against Dallas Keuchel, who's coming off a 12 strikeout performance, uh, the second best K performance of his career going against Washington. He, he's not usually a strikeout pitcher here. Uh, you know, tonight is, uh, Jason would usually say you want to save money to get to Coors bats. So maybe Corbin's not a good pick at 10,800, but what do you think of Keuchel at 8,800 at the Nationals? Um, two very good teams, both teams in contention for the NL East and obviously a wild card spot. Um, yeah, I like what you're saying about Corbin. He's going to be too expensive. Yeah, I know he's really good, but he he's not Max Scherzer good. So and so if I'm not going to use him, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look to the other side. Um and the reason why I'm doing that is Ronald Acuna Jr. left the game yesterday with uh, a collision in the outfield, and he probably won't play today. So that means two guys that will probably be in the lineup and that will be really cheap are Adam Duvall, who just got called up and who hits lefties historically very well, and Johan Camargo, who also is much better against lefties than he is righties. So... Those are two guys that I'm going to – I already have penciled into my prelim on DK just because they're priced. And as Jason said, that allows you to go look for some cores bats. On the other side, 
Keuchel is, is really good at run prevention. He's not a guy that I'm probably going to look to target because Washington can uh, nickel and dine you to death. But um, I'm not going to be overly opposed to using Keuchel either. Yeah, Bob, on DraftKings, Camargo's just 2600 Uh he's, He certainly commit commensurate with that price. And Duval's only 3600 but he could always pop a home run. Arizona at Miami, uh, Merrill Kelly, uh, who's coming off of a good start after a bad one, is just 8200 Maybe he's your answer for saving some money here going against Miami. Of course, Caleb Smith will be well worth the 10600 But again, we're looking to save money here so we can get some poor bats in the lineup. And uh, Merrill Kelly may be the answer. Yeah, um, you can never go wrong with targeting a – pitcher against the Marlins as we saw yesterday Robbie Ray came through with a good outing didn't get the win but still pitched really well um so I'm not gonna be overly opposed to using Kelly but I'm not looking for him right now either this Miami team is scrappy um they will kind of much like the what I said about Keuchel uh they can get nickeled and dined to death um but on the other side yeah you have some good matchups here Caleb Smith is in a really good spot. He's come back. He's from the IL and pitched really well, and no reason to think why he wouldn't be able to do that again tonight. Okay. They think Kelly is, uh, well, Caleb Smith's only 200 less than Patrick Corbin, so if we're saying Corbin's too expensive, then Caleb Smith will be too expensive. Yeah, especially if you want Coors bats. But uh, I'm, we know Caleb Smith is a good sp- pitcher, and he's in a, a decent spot pitching at home. So I, I'm not overly opposed to it. But like I said, I'm not that he isn't my prelim pitchers. No, he's not. In fact, a pitcher from the next game, like especially if you're going to run a two pitchers on DraftKings, maybe to pair with Merrill Kelly. Sonny Gray's been pitching really well. Uh, 9,400 at home against Pittsburgh, which really could continue to they, – they just continue to lose games and uh, didn't show much offensively at all at City Field this past weekend. So Sonny Gray at 9,400 I think is another top option. And maybe you can even consider at least a Reds mini stack against Jordan Lyles, who's been really bad over the past four games or three of the last four – uh, you have Joey Votto at four thousand dollars, Jesse Winker at forty one hundred. You know you can you can uh, Scooter Jeanette, uh, as pointed out in Joe Bartolotta's hitting column today on Win Daily, is only thirty four hundred. Be a nice compliment to your course bats. Uh, you, know, you 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 can get you can get some discounts here. Uh, so maybe maybe a Cincinnati mini stack to surround your core stack. I, I can't. I mean, I can't. I agree with you here, Scott. I am trying to get too many double negatives in here. Sonny Gray is my prelim pitcher. As you said, you saw Pittsburgh up close and personal. They're a team that's already packed it in and looking forward to the fall in October when they go home. Uh, Pittsburgh just continues to find ways to lose games. Yeah, the Mets uh, tried their best to give that game to Pittsburgh yesterday, but they were like, no, 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 thank you. You guys take the win. On the other side, yeah, I'm not going to argue Reds bats, but PNC is one of the worst hitting parks of all of baseball, especially for right-handed hitters. So if I am going to go anywhere for Cincinnati, it is the lefties, like you said, Jeanette, Votto. And how about this Josh Van Meter guy? That may be a guy you may want. Oh, yeah, there's another one, too. Can't forget about him. Good call. 
Uh, he's also in Joel's column today as well. Check that out uh, on the homepage of Win Daily. Uh, Toronto's in Kansas City. Brad Keller is pitching really good lately, and uh, you know we'll probably see the debut of uh, of a young Mister Bichette tonight, Bo Bichette. But Keller at 8,400, the way he's been pitching lately, is another consideration. He's going against Thomas Pannoni, but uh, you can't pick up, you know, cherry pick more than a few Royals bats. What do you think of Keller at 8,400 is maybe a salary saver? Well, I hate to just continue to go back to my prelim lineup, but I actually liked a couple of the Toronto bats. So if I like Toronto bats, that can probably tell me that I'm not going to be using Keller. And as of right now, that's my plan. The kids I like on Toronto, Vlad Guerrero Jr. has multiple hits in four of his last six games, I believe. Uh, Mr. Vigio will probably be batting full-time in the leadoff spot now that Mr. Sogard has been traded to Tampa Bay. And as you said, uh, the third of the uh, former Major League sons, or former ma- their sons of former Major Leaguers, Bo Bichette, uh, is likely to be in the lineup tonight. Is there any idea where he may hit or what position he may play? I know he's sort of like the jack-of-all-trades in terms of where he plays on the field. Uh, we don't know that yet, but, okay. uh, you know, you can check later on Win Daily. Yeah. We'll, we'll know. Uh, you know, definitely for you premium gold subscribers, uh, check it out in the Slack chat, uh, and, you know, you'll certainly know. Sounds good. Yeah, he'll probably be in the lineup. We'll just be curious to see what position and where he's batting. I'm assuming Vigio will be one. They seem to settle Guerrero at five, and probably Bichette will probably be six or seven. So that that's – I mean, it's, it is risky. Kansas City is an extreme hitter. Um, pitcher's Park, and Keller's been pitching good. So, But Toronto's been swinging the bats. I mean, they scored nine runs each of the last two games against Tampa Bay, and maybe that continues. But, you know, Keller has a T281 ERA over the last month. Yeah, he does. I mean, so it's more the savings because Guerrero on DK is still only 3600 And Biggio, I think, is only a slightly more than that. So they're priced at below average as compared to a normal player. So, I mean, to use Coors Bats, you're going to have to save money somewhere. And I like the potential that Guerrero and Biggio have. All right. So, well, we'll... We'll, uh, we'll talk about which bargain pitchers we like yeah. best later. But uh, we get to Los Angeles and Colorado, and uh, it's John Gray against Kenta Maeda. Uh, John Gray's actually pitched not terribly at home. Uh, he's got like an uh, ERA just under four. But uh, these bats are so good that you have to look at them. Bellinger is 5,800. Muntis, 5,600. Vertigo's 4,500. Seager's 4,700. Uh Will Smith, if he's in the lineup, I think you got to use him as hot as he's been. But uh, even even Kiki Hernandez is forty seven hundred. It's kind of hard to build a Dodger stack with with the prices. It is hard to do it, and it's hard to do it because of the reason that you just said. John Gray has been pretty darn good at home, including being darn good at home against this Dodger team. Um, back a little bit more, almost two months ago. At, uh, no, a month and a little bit more than a month ago. Excuse me. Um, let me correct myself, almost exactly a month ago, uh, in late June, against the same Dodger team, he went out and had six and two-thirds innings of seven hits, two earned runs around, allowed, and eight strikeouts. Uh, and that is good for 25.6 DK points. If that would happen, then your Dodger stack is completely kaput. So 
do you think that he can repeat that, or will the Dodgers bat and their talents come uh, into fruition? I think that's decision you got to make today, and right now, I sort of avoided both. And, and generally in DFS, that doesn't work. You're going to have to take a stand one side or the other. I think it's too early in the day for me to, to make that stand um, because my second well, let, 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 yeah. pretend, it, pretend it's 6 yeah. o'clock and you got to make a stand. Yeah, I, I need to do my homework. You're putting me on the spot here, Scott, but I like it. I would lean more towards Gray than the Dodgers, um, and that's because – a, the Dodgers had a, a day game yesterday in D.C., so they traveled. Gray uh, was sent home and stayed his night overnight at his home in the Colorado area. And he's just had success at home. We've seen this before when Rockies pitchers have suddenly figured out how to pitch at Coors, and maybe Gray has done that. He's actually been better at home than he's been on the road. So I, I'm going to lean towards Gray right now. All right, then I think you have to go with the Rocky stack here then. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, because some of the prices are lower. I mean, you do have to spend 5500 for Blackman, but you can get either Ionet or Walters for 39 or 31 Daniel Murphy's 47. He's up there, but Ian Desmond's only 4300 Ryan McMahon's 4400 uh, You know, so, so there are a few cheaper bats or you can you can mix and match between the two teams that's something you could do but i probably prefer the colorado stack uh then we have detroit and the and the uh the angels as well and uh it's jordan zimmerman going against jaime maria uh you like bats in this game if you're not going to go with a core stack i think you got to go with an angel stack as bad as zimmerman has been cole calhoun's 4600 if he doesn't get traded before night tonight Albert Pujols is forty four hundred. Justin Upton's only four thousand. Uh, you'll spend the fifty seven hundred for Trout, but you get Andrew Trout Simmons for only thirty seven hundred. Uh, and uh, it's 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 price friendly. Baria probably pitched well enough. Uh, he's only seventy two hundred, but you know he won't give you more than five innings or a few strikeouts if he has a good game. So this game, if you don't want to go a core stack, if you want to pivot off of it. Maybe the Angels are the way to go, or at least run a mini stack. That's a good point. I agree with you there. Um, my second pitching matchup came down to Berea versus Gray, and uh, Gray from Colorado. Berea, any well for the rest of the major league season, I think anytime you have a pitcher that's going against the White Sox, the Tigers, Seattle, uh, Miami in the National League, though they're a little bit more risky, I think, because they don't strike out as much. Um, those are some pitchers you look to use. So first and foremost, Detroit is near the bottom in almost every single major major league category in terms of offense. So Berea is an interesting option where he's pitched pretty well. Um, like I said, it's kind of going down to him or John Gray for me is my second pitcher, I believe. And uh, on the other side, yeah, you got to like some Anaheim bats. I mean, uh, they have – they decided to go a little bit younger, uh, called some guys up from the minors. They're, they're using that guy at third base who's hit two home runs um, yesterday, to, in, including the walk-off to win the game. I believe his last name is T-H-A-I-S-S. Not sure how to exactly pronounce that. but So you got to like some bats there. I agree. Jordan Zinman is a really bad pitcher right now, and the Angels will score some runs against him. 
Yeah, we got Baltimore and San Diego. Uh, Chris Paddock, if you want to go with any of the top-level pitchers, he's the cheapest at 10200 Yeah, Paddock at home is always in consideration. And then Baltimore on the road is not generally a good-hitting team. They just did come off a weekend series against Anaheim where they did score quite a bit of runs. But you have to take in consideration that their first game was a 16-inning game. Anaheim's bullpen was taxed for the rest of the, seats, the series, and Baltimore probably took advantage of that and scored more runs than they would have if it was just a normal situation. They come into San Diego now. San Diego's bullpen is a little bit more rested. Uh, Baltimore's offense probably is not going to do as well as it had over the weekend. So I like Paddock. I'm just not going to be willing to spend up to him, I don't think. All right. Thanks a lot for listening to the Win Daily podcast for July 27, 2019. Remember, as a premium gold subscriber, you get uh, data-driven and pro projections uh, for all of tonight's uh, sites and starters and pitchers and hitters and everything else you need. And you get the weather reports. You get uh, you get so much more, including one-on-one advice in our Slack channel. Thanks a lot, and we will see you tomorrow.